Christ, you people suck. Wow. Wolverine on it. G Radio. This is episode 678 for November 29th, 2021. We are on uh, we're on a trajectory to end the year of 2021. That is our year of the Lord. 30 days. It's almost over. Almost over. Now on the show this week we have the Wombat. Hola. And we have Anthony. Hello. I was going to say, I was wondering if he had a, a mouthful of crazy bread. Oh, man, some Little Caesars today, huh? I It's actually from last night. I just threw the crazy bread in the fridge. Uh, yeah, man, I, I can't do Little Caesars anymore. I, I The last time I had Little Caesars, I got sicker than I have ever been before. And it wasn't the fault of the Little Caesars. It was a stomach virus, but still, it was the last thing that I ate, and now I can't do it anymore. Yeah. I know that feeling. I When I had, like, a uh, illness that, like, made me lose, like, 30 pounds in a week just from, like, not being able to keep food down, um, I won't go back to that same business. And it's like, I didn't... I bought... It was, like, a, a place that specializes in, like, chip nuts which are just like basically chip covered peanuts um and and they had a bunch of candy and other stuff in that and i bought stuff there and then like within the day or whatever is when i got like super sick that location i'm never going back to it just it, it brings back that feeling so no yeah I, yep i know that everybody's got one of those establishments they got super sick after whether or not it was the food, and you just you just associate it, man. It sucks. Yep. It used used to be uh, both Bazzoli's and Qdoba for me because the first time I ever got food poisoning, I had eaten at both of those places that day. I didn't know which one it was that gave me the food poisoning, but um, I couldn't eat either for a long time. God, man. Food... Now I'm over those, but. Caesars is back on the. It's back on the menu. The shit list right now. <laughs> Man, food poisoning is the absolute worst. Oh god, the worst. Ugh. If there's anybody listening to the show that's never had food poisoning, it's like, oh, just imagine, uh, wishing for death on a toilet. Yeah, and that's food poisoning. Yeah, I, or around a, food, yeah. a, a toilet. So, 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 I don't think mine was food poisoning. I think I just caught something. Yeah, the time I did get food poisoning, we went to this like 
it's no longer around. I don't even remember the geekery or something like that. It was in uh, Niagara Falls, geek based restaurant. You could play video games in it, like a corner of it. It was it was okay. It was like more board games that allowed, but uh, we all got food there, and uh, I had the most chicken out of anyone. There was one person that didn't have any chicken in their meal. Everyone that had chicken felt like shit, but because I ate the most chicken out of anyone, I was the most sick. <laughs> we all got sick off of chicken. Everybody's oh. like, I don't feel good. And meanwhile, I'm like, in the bathroom, like, yeah, I think it was the chicken, guys. <laughs> yep, chicken Chicken is a culprit. It, it's always some form of meat for me. I don't know. Ugh. Food poisoning. Yeah. It's the worst. Let's talk about something positive. Let's talk about video games. Yeah, let's talk about something positive. Yeah, I don't want to talk anymore about that. Uh, Anthony, you play any video games over the... Well, I know it's not a holiday for y'all. Just, yeah, no. Just Pokemon. Just Pokemon. Pokemon! Pokemon. I'm not... All I'm gonna say is that, like, I think a remake should make you go, this, this feels like home. It should feel like what you remember, not necessarily it sh- it shouldn't be a one for one most of the time because otherwise what's the point of the remake um and it should but it shouldn't stray too far either it should make you f- it-, it should feel like your memory of the game and like i think this new pokemon remake does that really well um everything's still there but they've done a couple changes where i'm like that's a really smart idea like now you can catch pokemon in the underground because if i'm correct the original underground was just like a labyrinth where you could mine gems and stuff um there wasn't these big rooms where you could catch pokemon um and uh i finally have it so i can choose what pokemon follows behind me because you finally get to unlock that later on and uh what i do love is that so i chose turtwig as my beginner it's now its second evolution called grottle and uh, it it can't keep up when my character moves because he's a giant turtle. <laughs> I have a ponyta. Ponyta has no issue. It's a little bit of like a um, a delay when it starts to run, but it has no issue kind of keeping up running. But my my poor Twiggy, my boy, he can't keep up. Um, and I I thought that was a really nice touch to have. Um, but uh, yeah, I've. Uh, been spending a lot of time doing like the tertiary stuff which is another reason why i love diamond and pearl so much was that i could just go and do other things and the game is not revolving purely around just catching pokemon there's other things to do with said pokemon uh, other than just battle so i finally made it to the competition area where you like have um challenges based on like the cutest pokemon or the coolest pokemon and stuff and um you have to like make it, the entrance like when you throw the pokeball there's stickers that you can have that like do little effects um and like you know th- it, they judge you based off of that and like how well your pokemon performs in attack like cuz you choose one attack that's going to be the most flashy and show off and um it, it's just a really it was just this really great experience when I played it way back then, and it's it's recapturing all that now. And um, it just makes me realize, like, 
that the move to more and more that the move to full 3D um obviously this is full 3D I guess as well but you can't rotate the camera around it's not um it's presented top down still and like the move to like a more traditional 3D aspect um or view I should say is uh was was a mistake it I don't think it ever helped pokemon I think it detracted more and more um having all these like stupid one-off ideas like Gigamax and all that. It's like, that's not necessary. What's necessary is like how much interaction you can have. There are, there's always going to be the hardcore audience that's into EVs and IVs and blah, 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 and Pokeverse and all these other stuff that's like on the back end of things. Um, and there's a lot of number crunching. Um, but for me, it's a role-playing game. And so I want to feel like I have some, like it's a real world. And none of the 3D games felt like a real world to me. They just felt like another scene to go through. Um, X and Y felt like somebody trying to do their best impression of a Pokemon game. Now, maybe again, maybe it changed after that, but like, I don't know. I feel like that's when the complaints started to really peak in the series as soon as it went full 3d people had issues and while i had my issues with black and white like maybe i was wrong maybe it wasn't just it just wasn't for me but like no one seems to really love the 3d series and it was a thing that people wanted and the the finger on the monkey's paw curled and you got it and it wasn't what you wanted in the end so um, it's it's just nice to return back to basics and have all this other stuff I can do. Um, but God, you can do competitions with your friends. You can play in the underground with your friends. You can battle and trade with your friends. It's like this. It's everything Pokemon kind of promised paying off in the long run because the first game obviously it was just battle and trade, um, and like you know you didn't build a relationship with the Pokemon at all. Like they actually have a relationship stat in these games and your Pokemon will do better if you have a better relationship with them. I don't know. I, I it's, it's, it's nice to like Pokemon again. Yeah. How long will that last though? With, uh, isn't there a new one coming out early next year? Yeah. But the yeah. new one the, to give credit to the new one, it looks like it's, first of all, they've set expectations outright. Thank God. Um, because while they have dropped the gotta catch them all aspect of the, like you, that tagline has not been on Pokemon since the first Game Boy Advance games, like Ruby and Sapphire, I believe do not have gotta catch them all because at that point they, you couldn't like, you couldn't trade to previous generations. So you couldn't bring them forward either. Um, Speaking of catching them, whatever happened to old Ash? Uh, that was never a character in the video games. I did not know that. Yeah, so uh, the the Pokemon anime is a pseudo retelling of Pokemon, but if if you <clears throat> here's where I get nerdy. Um, back when Pokemon first came out, they they actually had like a couple of different 
takes on the story of Pokemon. There was the the anime, which is Ash Ketchum. There was a manga that was Ash Ketchum, and you'll never see that reprinted because that for some bizarro reason they hired a prominent hentai artist to do the <laughs> comic. It's kids safe. They, I mean, when they brought it to America, they even like made it more kids safe. There's nothing actually wrong with it, but it's a very different characterization of it. And then there's what is called Pokemon Adventures, which is the still-running manga series. And it follows Red, which is more accurate to the game, on his journey to become Pokemon Master. And then later on, it would change, like, Gold and Silver became the the leads, which I believe Silver is the rival and Gold is the main character. Um, But yeah, like, so... That was more accurate to the game while the, the anime was doing its own thing. And to the point where the anime and the video games really don't have any similarities anymore. Like, they, they've done some really weird stuff. And they showed Pokemon evolving in different ways. And it was just like, yeah, this isn't how Pokemon evolve at all in the games. They were just doing their own thing. And, like, that's the reality of, like, you know, just making media and your original game being, you know, what, 8-bit? all black and white. So, um, yeah, Ash, Ash hasn't, it's weird though, because there, there is references to the anime because you could get Ash's, um, oh God, the frog dude from X and Y. He's in Smash Brothers. Thank you. Greninja. You could get Ash's Greninja in like X and Y, I think. So, I don't know. They're weird. Um, it's 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 a weird like we they play fast and loose with a lot of the stuff, um, but for the most part the games are its own thing. Uh, I don't remember where I was before uh, you asked me where Ash was. You gotta catch, oh, them, catch all. them all. So yeah, right. Um, yeah. So like with the new game coming out, they've made it pretty clear that this is not a mainline Pokemon game. So. I'm expecting something like the GameCube games they did, where it's like a Pokemon game on like as a skeletal structure, but like for the most part, it doesn't look the same. It doesn't play the same. Like it has the aspect of catching Pokemon and battling them, but that's where the similarities begin and end. Um, it's it's it looks like it. I'm not upset if that one f- falls through. Let me put it that way. Because it's it's been made clear it is not the next Pokemon game. Um, but, like, Jay... Everybody should be following Jay on Twitter because he's slowly going through Pokemon Sword and Shield. And from the sounds of it, he's not having a great time. Well, they weren't great games. <laughs> right, and that's that's my <laughs> issue. Don't, like, don't tell my kid that. He loves them. And and that's the People thing. People his like, age love him. Let me, I rea- his cousin loves it too, and his friends love him too. Yeah. I re- I realize that like that is always going to be the main demographic for Pokemon. Um. Yeah. So like you know what is what do people on the internet really have to say? But like it it is weird that Game Freak wants to cater to the hardcore and the kids, and it's like the kids just want a Pokemon game. Like, I don't think they care too much about the presentation. Like, I don't think kids are going to look at the Diamond and Pearl remakes and go, ugh, 
But maybe I'm wrong. I mean, maybe if they don't uh, like my, Pokemon. So my, yeah, but... my, nep- my nephew and my son are the two biggest Pokemon people that I know. And my nephew is a little bit older. He's uh, 15. Uh, and he has been playing the remakes and has loved them. And my son is super excited about getting it, which may be on his Christmas list. <laughs> it, there, to me, like, it, it was my, and I think I said this last week too, but like, Pokemon is like the perfect amount of difficulty. And so when they do all this external stuff like Detective Pikachu and they dumb it down, I'm like, kids aren't that stupid. Um, yeah, but I also don't, I, I also don't think like, it was kids that were screaming that the game needed to be in 3D. So it's like, if you're catering mainly to kids, which I feel like a lot of the choices, like the Gigamax stuff and, you know, all that giant Pokemon and blah, blah, blah. I feel like that is more of a kid's thing. Um, kids kids just want Pokemon. And I don't blame them. They're great character designs, you know? It's fun to discover new things, which I feel like those games... Even doing the replay, I'm I'm like, oh my god, I didn't even realize that Pokemon, because now I can see it in 3D instead of a 2D sprite. Um, there's a Cocoon Pokemon. I didn't realize it had two eyes. I thought it literally just had one eye peeking out. So seeing a 3D model of it, I went, oh, that makes a lot more sense. Um, you know, and like, just the backgrounds of battles as they come in and like all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. And it's, so to me, like, who's not a hardcore player in the slightest. I'm like, if you're catering to kids, like, don't feel like you have to do all this shit. Like, just make a good game. Like, kids will prefer a good game over... Like, I think, if anything, like, as much as we can criticize Roblox, Roblox proves that graphics mean nothing. Kids. Kids, kids don't oh, give a shit sorry. about graphics, dude. They they care about gameplay. Yeah. And playing with friends. Yeah, and the, the playing with friends part is the biggest part and also like the the thing that the pokemon does really well at least as far as my son is concerned is the 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 collecting aspect of it uh and the ability to trade uh with other people so as long as those two things are there my son is good although i will say um he tried uh a couple of the 2d pokemons and played them um but he wasn't as into them as he has been the 3d ones what um i think that i think part of it is also that like as much as we can criticize they did streamline a couple of the things like i don't know how far back you went with the 2d stuff uh i don't remember which one the first 2d one that was he played was was. he playing ds ones or yes oh okay because like the the original Pokemon Diamond and Pearl had a bit of a 3D aspect to it. Yeah, where I, I can't was remember like, which one it was. It was, um, he had it on his, um, he was given a, a regular DS. And he had it on there, but I don't remember which one it was, if I'm being honest. Okay, well, you know, I, I, I think if if he likes playing with friends and he likes collecting, we can, not just Pokemon in this, like there's... There's a bunch of statues you can collect that if you put them into your underground base, they actually increase the rates of certain Pokemon showing up. And they're like full 3D statues of Pokemon. Um, 
and you collect those by digging underground, which you can play underground with friends. You can do the, um, whatever you want to call them, the style contests, the pageants or whatever with friends. Uh, you obviously still have your battle and stuff. Like there's so much to do in Diamond and Pearl, the original, and they've expanded upon that in perfect ways so far. They might watch me get to a certain part and go, ah, they fucked it up. But like, (laughs) as of right now, there's a lot going on and it's like really well done. Ah, fuck, I'm loving it. That's good. Uh, That's it for me, though. I wish I had more to say. No, no, that's fine. It's it was a lazy week, I think, for everybody. Uh, to the wombat, what you been playing? You've been gone a while. Yeah. So, um, I had so I was gone for a couple weeks on a cruise. So obviously, I didn't play anything there. Um, and then last week, um, as I I may have mentioned on the show before, um, we had a flood in our basement a while ago. And so now we we're finally getting everything put back together and we got our new carpet back in and, um, slowly but surely sort of putting everything back together, which is why I wasn't here last week. So I haven't had as much time, uh, to play stuff as I would like, but I have played some stuff. Um, I played, uh, Halo multiplayer, infinite Halo, infinite multiplayer. Um, and, uh, I really, really, really enjoyed the the gameplay of it. I'm, I'm with Ken, I think a little bit on the progression. It's the Fortnite progression, right? Which is, you know, an excuse to sell a battle pass, which I mean, is completely normal to, uh, you know, people, my son's age and people around his age, but to people our age, that are used to the original Halo. It's, it's kind of shitty um yeah, to, you to played dependent on Fortnite progression you played to get good not right. not dark souls bullshit get good but like just to get better to learn the maps the weapons the the, the locations but now people are playing the, the challenges really bother me because they're weapon specific well and two the the challenges um the challenges that i've had haven't they, they for the most part I feel like they've been relatively complimentary to the gameplay. Um, but then there's some where it's like, you know, kill this many this many people with your melee attack. Uh, and so what ends up happening is you end up with people running around the map not actually trying to do what they're supposed to do. They're just trying to melee kill people so they can complete the challenge and move on to the next thing. And I, I think having the challenges... So Halo was great. Um, because of the individual objectives for each game, um, it didn't need all this bullshit tacked onto it. I don't think. Um, yeah, and you know, maybe it's a trade-off. Um, and maybe they feel like uh, they have to have something like that to compete for um, young people's multiplayer time in this day and age. They have to have sort of that battle pass challenge style of progression. Um. But I'll say I don't think it makes the game better. Um, and the the so let me pause on the battle pass bullshit for a minute because I'll come back to that. But the actual gameplay itself makes me really excited for the single player because it plays amazing. Um, it's silky smooth. It's the closest that this team has come to making the game feel the way it felt when Bungie developed the game. Um, in terms of the actual gameplay. I think 
which is a really big positive. And it, the, you know, I know it's just the multiplayer, but it, it does alleviate some of my concern about the single player um strictly on the gameplay side we don't know what the story is going to be like we don't know what the mission structure is going to be like if the single player uh you know missions are just a bunch of bullshit challenges like the online stuff i'm not going to be happy um but i do think the actual gunplay is really good um here's what here's what makes me nervous for this game as a multiplayer uh, game and it's anecdotal, right? And it's small sample size, but um, I always judge what the next big uh, multiplayer sensation is going to be based on what my son and his friends are playing. And they were all excited to play Infinite the day it came out, and they played it for about three hours, and I don't think any of them have gone back to it since. Um, so. At, at least among my son and his circle of friends who, you know, play all the stuff that's popular, uh, you know, and they stick with the stuff that they stick with, right? Like Fortnite, they're still playing after all this time. Uh, Roblox, obviously. Um, they did not stick with Infinite. And I asked my son, I'm like, what do you think of it? And he's like, oh, it's really good. And I said, yeah, but I noticed you guys haven't really played it. And he's like, yeah, we just haven't really wanted to play it. Um, so... I'm I'm a little I think what's going to end up happening is the user base on the multiplayer side is going to skew towards folks our age who have experience with Halo, the old Halo. Um and all the changes that they've made to the structure are not to benefit that age group. Um so I don't know. I I feel like I'm a little afraid there's going to be a weird mismatch between the player base that's actually playing the game and the player base that they made the changes to try to attract. Um, because most of those players that are going to exception are uh, obsessively complete challenges and buy the battle pass and stuff like that, they're not going to give up all the time, energy, and effort they've spent unlocking things on Fortnite to jump to Halo. Uh, because most of them don't have the same memories of Halo that the three of us have. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Uh, the The big question around gameplay got answered for me, which is really what I wanted out of the the multiplayer. So, 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 okay. Back to the battle pass because I've heard it's not great, but I, I think I'm not understanding this. Here. Instead of just okay, so you buy the battle pass, right? Or you can yeah. play the free. There's a free. One yeah, as well. there's a free one too. Or yeah. You, or... I, but so you you get the battle pass. The battle pass has challenges in it, and yes. then the challenges are bit not about like actual skill, but doing amount of kills and shit with like different weapons. It depends. So That's it's terrible. It's structured, it's structured just like Fortnite. Uh, okay, um, well I'm not familiar where, with Fortnite. And, and so. for, for Honor, quite honestly, um, also has the same structure. Um, it, the, it just about any multiplayer game today i feel like has this structure where um there's as ken mentioned there's the free challenges and then there's the battle pass challenges and there are certain items that you can only unlock along the progression tree if you have the battle pass so you progress along the tree and there's some things you'll unlock even on the free version but there's some things you can only unlock if you have the battle pass 
And so to unlock things as you, you know, sort of move up the ladder, you're collecting experience points. And the way you collect experience points is by completing challenges. And so you've got daily challenges, weekly challenges, that kind of stuff. And like one of my daily challenges the other day when I was playing was capture a flag. Um, but I spent most of my time in the, um, they're like, cause they have like events. And so the event the day I was playing was like this, um, team slayer mode where you started with random weapons. And so in that mode, you're obviously never doing capture the flag. So I would have had to not play their event mode in order to complete that daily challenge, which is fine. They want you to play all the different modes. Um, and then there are weekly challenges. And so like my weekly challenges were complete uh, two matches in this event, right? Uh, one of them, that was my event challenge. So there's event challenges too that are exclusive specifically to the event. And then one of my other ones was kill 10 people with melee attacks. Uh, and one of my other ones was... I can't remember what it was. It might have been kills with headshots or something like that. I don't remember what it was. Um, but it's it's that kind of stuff. And then that kind of stuff is how you progress up the battle pass or non-battle pass tree. And progressing up the tree lets you unlock things. So you can unlock additional customization options. You can unlock, you know, nameplates and stuff like that. Uh, you can unlock um, different... Uh, consumable items so like there's a consumable item that lets you swap out one of your weekly challenges so if if you have a weekly challenge that you're just not confident you're going to be able to complete you can swap it out for a different one if you have one of these consumable swap out things um so that that's the kind of stuff that that's out there i don't i don't hate it but i don't like it yeah, I mean, it feels more. It feels more like with Halo, because Halo is so built around the game, the different game modes. Um, you know, for Fortnite, the game modes are really you're really still trying to do the same thing in every game mode. Uh, well, I shouldn't say that. In the core game modes, you're really trying to do the same thing every mode. You're trying to survive. Um, and so all the like kills with this weapon and stuff like that, they're fine because it's really all just Slayer anyway, right? But I feel like, and maybe Infinite has it, and I just haven't played enough of it to see it, but I feel like what it really needs is mode-specific challenges um, rather than daily and weekly stuff. Uh, even if they want to do daily and weekly mode-specific challenges, that would probably be fine. But Actually, I think that would be better now that you say that, because then, like, say say I'm only a Slayer dude, right? And, like, right. some of the challenges are for, like, big team battle. I jump into big team battle because I want to finish the challenge. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, the the it, it feels like because um, what you want in a game like Halo, especially, is you don't want a whole bunch of people in your, say, capture the flag map that aren't paying attention to what's happening with capture the flag because they're too busy trying to get these challenges done. Um, and, you know, so you want the challenges if they're going to exist to support the game mode, not um, be ancillary to the game modes. Um like if if I'm playing, I'm if my challenges for the week are you know kill this many people with headshots and kill this many people with uh you know melee, 
then my two options are either spend most of my time in Slayer or spend half my time in a capture the flag mode just trying to kill people or do what somebody that plays like me does, and that's just accept the fact that some of the challenges you won't get done and the rest of them you'll get done hopefully by the end of the week if you play enough and you know just kind of go with the flow and assume you'll get them completed as you play the game naturally. But the, the challenge is most people don't do that. They run out and they try to get the challenges done as quickly as possible. And you end up with folks, like I said, running around trying to melee people and capture the flag and not focusing on what's happening with the flag. It's it's the achievement problem all over again. Uh, yes. Uh, and in, in this case, though, it's directly tied to progression in the game. Yeah, which which is weird because Halo, you know, playing old Halo, and, and they still do it in this one, like after the match you get those ridiculous medals, like you did this thing, you did yeah. that thing. None of, none of that gives, yeah, none of that gives that. you anything. Like that's that's my biggest issue with the progression on the Battle Pass, is like finishing a match gave you nothing when the game launched. Um, getting those medals gave you nothing. The only thing that advanced the Battle Pass was the challenges, which is it's talking like Wombat's problem. Like I was in a big team battle playing capture the flag. You know, we played that whole match. Nobody won. You know why? Cause they were doing challenges. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow, and it's, it's so I, I just don't feel like, and again, this is probably a lot of this is probably, you know, old man, get off my lawn stuff. Um, I just don't feel like the Fortnite structure supports the, it's like they're, it's like they're trapped between feeling like they needed to incorporate that fort Fortnite structure and catering to all the people who wanted to play just like Halo multiplayer has always played. And I don't feel like the the core of Halo multiplayer really supports the Fortnite structure well, but they're kind of shoehorning one into the other because they don't feel like they can make a Halo game and not have it be Halo. And they also don't feel like they can make a multiplayer, a free-to-play multiplayer game in, you know, the year of our Lord 2021 and not make it like Fortnite. Um, and, and the reality is I feel like they would have been better tying the multiplayer to the single player directly and saying, if you want to play multiplayer, you got to get the single player, which most people are going to get through Battle Pass anyway. So there's really not a price difference. And then not having it be uh battle pass supported um and maybe they just maybe that just didn't make financial sense um but it certainly doesn't i don't think contribute to the game i, I feel like it you know probably takes away from it a little bit i i have an easy fix for this sort of i would have them just put in a basic experience point system that helps you scale and then those challenges or how you get more points. So well, if you just that is how but, it that is how it works. You just don't get experience for anything but the challenges. That's my problem. I would say if you win, if you lose a match, you get you know next to nothing, right? You get a little bit, so you could grind your way through. If you win a match, you get a little bit more. But during the week or whatever, if you manage to do these things, they give you say double what you would get on a normal play. So that way you have that consistent of somebody who wants to just hunker down and just do this like by just grinding it out and playing a bunch of matches. That's still a possibility. But 
if you really want to speed up the process and unlock those things faster, here's the challenges, right? And it's all across all modes and they just tally up. So instead of asking for like five headshots in the same match or whatever, right? Which then screws over. It's like you get five headshots from here to this date. There's your bonus points or whatever. Because that way it's open to all modes where you are always shooting people instead of being like, no, it's got to be in one match because that would ruin capture the flag entirely. Like, I can't imagine playing with people that weren't paying attention. That would annoy the shit out of me. Yeah, I, th- I think I-, I think being giving something... I-, I know that they're tying it to, like, skins and, and armor pieces and, and nameplates and stuff like that, but to be fair, the number going up is a reward in and of itself. Like, the serotonin that releases when you see your level go up. Like, you know, I've got 2,000 hours logged into Overwatch. Still, when I get a new level, there's a little bit of like, ooh, look what I did kind of thing in my brain when I'm playing it. So just giving that for the people who aren't paying attention to the challenges would would be a huge upgrade. And I, and I think they're going to get there. This is their first one, so they're still learning. And the problem is is that like Ryan said, we've you know there's people like us who are playing this game who didn't necessarily invest in things like Fortnite. So like that mentality of like oh well you got to do these specific things to get this specific thing in a specific mode that just doesn't gel with us because we played Halo and we didn't give a shit. Like there was no there was no XP in Halo Two, so yeah, yeah. So um, anyhow. Uh, and, and listen, I, I'm I'm pretty confident that some of this stuff will end up getting fixed, right? There's sure. Microsoft has way too much of an investment in Halo as a property not to fix stuff if if the entire community says, hey, this is broken, or if you know you lose a decent chunk of player base um, because they don't like it, right? Um, but just at, at launch. The game was fun, and I do want to go back and play some more of it just because I like the gameplay so much. Um, but it, it does... I, I'm, I'm not... I don't think it's ideal the way it's structured. So, um, yeah. I'll be uh, very anyhow. interested to see how, like... I, I, I'm all, I almost wonder if they kind of knew that people like us, if they'd have launched the single player and the multiplayer at the same time, if we'd have fell off the multiplayer because of that... And that's why they launched the multiplayer early to get people kind of into it. Then the campaign comes and then they know they're going to fix things, you know, over yeah, the next couple months. I think that's, um, I think that's absolutely feasible. And the other thing that I think is feasible is I think they know that after the last couple of halos, people had a lot of concern. And so I think they knew that the multiplayer was playing very well. And so they were probably like, you know what? We should probably put this out there and make it more likely that people pick up the game. Yeah. So. Like you, I'm very excited to play the single player after playing Uh, the multiplayer itself. Like the the shooting feels so good. It does. Yes. Although I'm not a I'm not huge on all of the weapons. There's a couple of the weapons that um, I don't know feel a little bit superfluous to me. Like I I feel like the the classic stock of Halo weapons from like Halo 2 um, was pretty good. Um, and so they, they keep adding all these weird weapons that um, I just, I don't know. 
again, it's old man on his on get get off my lawn stuff. But <laughs> give some me, of the new uh, weapons. Give me my battle really rifle. Like God damn it. Lame. <laughs> like the the goofy weapon that um. Well, there's like the goofy weapon that shoots spikes that I'm just not a big fan of. Um, Wait, that's not the needler. No, no it's, it no, shoots no. like an there's actual. There's like one that shoots like. Yeah, it's almost like a railgun, but it's not a railgun oh. at the same time. I, I don't really know how to describe it. And then there's one that shoots like the the stuff in a um like four across, almost like a bowcaster. Oh, the dead space uh, gun. Yeah. And you yeah. can you can switch it vertical and horizontal just like dead space. Yes, yeah. Um and you're I, not cutting people in half. No, no, no. Correct. That's boring. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, um the the I enjoyed my time with the multiplayer. I don't know how much more I will play of it, but I will probably play some more of it. Um, but I, it it accomplished its mission at making me very excited for the single player in a couple weeks. Yep. I'm ready. Um, outside of that, I did play uh, some of uh, Forza Horizon 5. Um, and, yeah, I, I told Ken the other day, I, I'm I'm on the same page with him on this one. It's... It's really good, but it's just Forza. Like, it's you. You could have, you could have booted that up without me looking and told me it was Forza Four, and I probably wouldn't have noticed. Um, Forza Horizon Four, I should say. Um, it's you know the same kind of stuff. Go here, do this race. Um, cool set pieces, um, but. Nothing that I'm going to invest a significant amount of time in. It it, it hasn't hooked me. Um, I started Psychonauts 2. Oh, so good. Uh, and I've, I've been playing that, uh, which is amazing and everything I hoped it would be. I was a little bit concerned early on uh, about the transition of the sort of the style of graphics. Uh, and I think it works very very well um so yeah i'm I'm really enjoying it the gameplay is obviously top notch the voice acting still really good the characters are all great uh the humor's great uh, it's it's exactly what i wanted it to be so i'm uh, really excited to play some more of that where are you and i know you're not far probably but i'm uh, very early i'm uh i just so i've done a lot of like I don't know, just running around trying to collect stuff and exploring as well. But I'm in um, the teacher's brain. Like when you first, you have to go to class and okay. you yep. have to go to the teacher's brain. Hollis. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's where I'm at right now. So there's so many, there's so many great like levels in that game that, that, that like if, if there's like a great moment, there's so many of those in that game. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to play it. I can't wait to play more of it, I should say. Um, outside of that, I haven't really played much else. I, I, I did, so I, I downloaded the PS5 version of Skyrim. Um, I haven't even booted it up yet, though, uh, to see what it's like. I did not buy the Anniversary Edition because the Creation Club stuff. I, I think the Creation Club stuff that I was most interested in is the survival mode, and that's free. So, um, the rest of it, uh, I wasn't all that interested in. Um, but I'm, I'm anxious to boot that game up again, a, see what it looks like on the PS five and B, um, 
be able to try out the survival mode because I, I I have wanted something like that in Skyrim for a while, and I, I don't have it on PC, so I don't have. And I, I'm sure there's been a mod for it, but I haven't played it, so um, I'm anxious to try that out. And then um, I did buy in the Black Friday sale since it was such a huge discount. Um, I bought uh, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate because I all I had was the base game on PS4. I didn't have any of the combat packs. I didn't have the Aftermath expansion. I didn't have any of that. And for some reason, the upgrades weren't on sale. Um, so I just bought the PS5 version because it was 20 bucks. So um, You want to know why the upgrades are never on sale? Why? Because every time you buy the game with the DLC, it counts as another sale for the game. The DLC doesn't count. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, That's how uh, Grand Theft Auto keeps being in the number one spot. They don't discount the shark cards. They discount the game with a shark card. Yeah. So people buy the game again, and it's another sale number. Right. All right, makes sense. That's, yeah. that's a smart business decision. Yeah, so I'm I'm anxious to try out the aftermath expansion because oh, I never very played good. that, and it's very, very uh, good. I'm anxious to, I'm anxious to play you know Shang Tsung and um, Nightwolf and Fusion and Rain and all those characters that I haven't actually <laughs> played fun, yet. The funny characters we all forgot about Fujin, fucking Fujin. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, and then I guess really that's it. Um, I did finally watch the Mortal Kombat movie on the plane. Uh, when I was on my way down, and it was awesome. I loved it. Yeah, I don't know why people hate I I get that there's no tournament in that movie. I get it. Yeah. But that movie was, like, man, they were throwing that fan service out hard. Yeah, and it, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I, I don't go into a Mortal Kombat movie expecting, A, cinematic excellence, or B, for it to follow the storyline of the games exactly. Um, I, I don't know. I just thought it was fun. Like, it was just a fun movie. Yeah, I really um, enjoyed that I, movie. I, I, I liked um, Kano's characterization in that. Kano continues to be the Mortal Kombat character that benefits the most from live-action adaptations. Yeah, he was the best in the, the original. Yep, for sure. So, um, yeah, I think that's it. All right. Well, I would like to say that I played a lot more than I did, but I didn't. Um, let me pull up my list of little games. <clears throat> I did play a game called XO1. Um, I'm trying to think of how to describe this game. So, you're basically playing like this little orb that's going from planet to planet, and the idea behind the mechanics is that it's all gravity-based. So you're basically just rolling from one end of a planet to another, and when you pull down the right trigger, your gravity increases by, like, ten times. So kind of how you move is that you're constantly in a forward motion, but when, you, you know, when you're not holding anything, you have, like, moon gravity... And then when you pull down and you pull down the gravity and like you'll use it to hit an incline and kind of keep your progression going forward. Um, eventually you can pull down the left trigger and that kind of lets you glide. So kind of similar to like a wingsuit in an open world game, uh, but it is limited. So you can only do it for a short amount of time. And it's really, 
I think th- this is one of those games that's just kind of chill. Like, there's no fail state. Like, you can't lose. Um, and the objective is more or less just to kind of get the gravity, momentum, like, down pat. And then you go from planet to planet. And it's very pretty game. Like, the the biomes in each level are very different. Like, you've got your water area and your stormy area. And you've got your lava planet. And it's really just kind of an experience. Um and it's neat. It's definitely worth checking out. It's on Game Pass. Um, so if that sounds fun to you, you should go check it out because it's pretty neat. Um, play a little bit more of the Smurfs. The Smurfs game is, is definitely a... We were making a game for kids, but you really underestimated what kids kind of enjoy because, you know, I showed it to my son. My son's never heard of the Smurfs, so he had no idea who they were. And then, like, the gameplay itself is just so boilerplate that it's not even, like, there's nothing hooking about it. Like, they kind of try to do the Luigi's Mansion thing where you've got this backpack and you you clear out these kind of infested plants and make them good again. And it's got pretty basic platforming and it it just doesn't click kind of the way that, like, games that really click with kids do. And and I get what they're going for, but I think it's more of that PlayStation 2 mentality of what a kid's game should be. And then I just don't think it I don't think it hits where it should. And and even for somebody like me who who, you know, has nostalgia for the Smurfs, like I'm playing through it and I'm like, well, this is it's just kind of boring, truly. Uh Lego Builder's Journey, I play a little bit of that. That is a very that is also a very much like a you can't fail kind of game and it's really just like this little heartwarming story about a father and a son building uh Lego stuff and it's it looks really good. I like the, the, the creations that you make, but there's really just not a whole lot to it. It's more of like a like a mood piece game. Boy, this next game, I don't know. I bet I bet Ryan's son loves this game and, and I am sure as soon as I show it to my son he will love it as well. But Deer Simulator Oh my god, he's been playing the crap out of that. He and his friends love it to death. That is the stupidest fucking game I've ever played in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. It's um it looks like somebody saw Goat Simulator and went, "What if I took a lot of acid before I made Goat Simulator?" Dude, it is. It, it is literally it's like Goat Simulator, but instead of your tongue, you use your neck as like a grappling hook and Yep. And like you I... can have uh gun uh horns for antlers. Yeah, guns, guns for antlers. Guns I mean. for antlers, and then like I posted that screenshot of of the deer on the horse, and he's like puffing out his chest, and like what the fuck is these games, man? I don't know. I played it for twenty minutes. I'm like, yeah, this is garbage. <laughs> I bet my son will love it. Yep. <laughs> Whew. Um. Uh, I played another game called Crazy Trucks. It's a monster truck racing game. It's not very good. Um, it, 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 the controls on it are so floaty that going around a corner, you almost like tip your truck every time you go around a corner. It's it's, it's not very fun. Uh, Space Elite Force 2 and 1 is Space Elite Force and Space Elite Force 2. They're horizontal shooters. It's actually pretty good. Uh, I don't think I can talk about that game yet. I know I can't talk about that game yet. Uh, I played 3D Billiards Pool and Snooker Remastered. That's a pool-ass pool game. Shoot some pool. It's not bad. 
uh, Little Bug as uh, a side-scrolling platformer. Um, it kind of disturbed me at first. So it's literally just a left-to-right platformer. You can use a hook to pull yourself up. You can. There's no jumping, but you can bounce off pads. But like you're carrying a lunchbox around, and the first thing you pick up is a cat collar, and the next thing you pick up is a cat skull. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm like, what, what's going on here? So, yeah. I don't know about that game. And then I picked back up Watch Dogs Legion. Um, and to answer your question, Anthony, I think that was the first one I took down because now I'm taking down the drone creation place. I, I got the schematic to make the drone. That game is still fun. Um, and they did have the Aiden Pierce stuff on sale this weekend, and I really wanted to buy it, but I was like, you know what? I'm not buying any more season passes until I finish the actual games. Yeah, I... I I was kind of harsh on that game, but I stand by it, because what is... As a franchise, what is Watch Dogs? Dude, I don't know what Watch Dogs is. I know this... Exactly, and I don't think Ubisoft (laughs) does either. And, like, it, it was just, like, I can't tell you like if you like Watch Dogs 1 which is my favorite I mean the tone is kind of there but I feel like they failed to say anything of value although um, I think you got to the darkest part of that game already that was very dark Um, specifically the house yeah the house was creepy but cool the house yeah the house was creepy but cool and then you got into the basement and then you watch the video and i was like okay that's fucked up that is massively fucked up like that this is like elder abuse uh like i never expected you know um but the rest of that game Man, like, it's not that it's bad. Th- th- that was my issue. It wasn't that it was bad. It just, it failed to be, like, there. I found there was zero reason why I was, like, really the people that you can recruit, for the most part, I end up just using one that I like. Yeah, I, I have found one person that I like, and the only time I switch is when I have to. Is when you need a suit. Yeah, when right? I need a, a yeah. uniform to go in somewhere. It's the only time I switch. So and if you get a guy with a drone, like, the game breaks, for the most part. Yeah, because you can just um, again, fly it up into the roof and... Yeah. 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 Uh, again, you could do the whole th- missions with, like, a spider bot. Which, by the way, best character in the video game right there. Yeah, the spider bot's the pretty sp- cool. The spider bot is awesome. Um, but, like, it... It just... It wasn't enough... Like, the first game, like, say it's a little too grim or whatever, but, like, it was... It was tackling a story about uh, corruption and how deep it goes, right? And it was very interesting because the character had no interest in getting in there, and and it comes to him, and that was the whole point: is that this bad guy that you're playing as, uh, who, which makes then sense that he would shoot people, then, um, has stumbled his way into that story. I had issues with the second game's story, but the gameplay was really good, and it took a lighter tone. So I'm like, well, the the next game is probably going to be lighter. So come Legion, it's not funny, it's dark, but it wants to do all the weird stuff that 2 did that was silly, and like, I don't, and the driving, like, you just set it to auto-drive, unless you you can't, 
Like it just, I don't know. The whole thing just was like, it was the, oh, this is why not everything should be open world. Yeah, I think think that's one of my biggest issues with this game is it feels like there's so much that they packed into this game that is unnecessary. Like, you know, we pick one character we like, we stick with them. That tech tree where you upgrade everything, I don't feel like I need 70% of that stuff. Like, it it just you, feels... You don't. You need, what is there, a health one? Yeah. Health the... one you want to upgrade. Uh, upgrade. Uh, there's a couple. I think there's, like... Uh, man, I can't remember. The spider bot is basically what you want to use, and then the invisibility is the other one. Yeah, and, like, everything else on that list just feels superfluous. It it just does. Like, I don't need yeah, it. The, oh, the other ones are the deactivate the drones. Because that's a thing that you have to unlock. So, like, oh, there's a turret that is set up. You can just hit it, deactivate it from a distance. And then it, again, minimizes the whole game. Like, th- th- this has been my issue with, with, with 2 as well. When I can just do everything from afar, and it's not me trying to set up a mouse trap, I can just kind of wander in and pay no consequences because I can just do everything and without any risk to my character getting shot. Like, what am I doing? Like, what what are we doing as a video game? Like, there's no challenge here. So in the second game, I could just put out the little drone with wheels. He'd roll forward. And as soon as a character saw it, I would just turn my camera towards him and have his phone activate in his pocket. And for some reason, he would pay less attention to the drone and then check his phone pocket. And I would just drive away. And that's how I did every mission. As soon as I figured out that that was how every mission could be solved, of course I did it that way. My character couldn't be damaged. You could say, well, that's on you. But it's like, no, these those levels are just not built for any other thing other than, like, this breaks the entire game. Um, you know, you could do a bit of that with the first Watch Dogs, but I still had to bring Aiden Pierce into an area to activate switches and stuff. Um, and and in Legion, I mean, some of it, you can just literally walk in with a uniform, hit a button, and leave. Yeah, the missions are, are very... They're more of a catalyst than they are anything else. The the, the, the more interesting missions are like the one with the house. and, yeah, 90, and 90% are, of the missions are not those. Yeah, it, it, well, a lot of the missions felt randomly generated, too, which is not a problem that 2 had and not a problem that 1 had. Like... All the missions just feel like, and there's a house in this area, and you're going to go and do it. But, like, this would be normal just crossing stuff off of a map in another game. Yeah. And it's required here. I will Like, also... I did this same mission at a hospital. One was for the story, and one was just because I could. Yeah. And I, I will tell you, I, I ran into a bug, and I don't know if this is a, a normal bug, but um, the game supports quick resume. So I did, Oh yeah, no, it doesn't run well. I did the mission where you had to be the Obian soldier and you had to go in and then after that you had to do the micro droid where you had to fly through the circuits. So I did that mission, which I hated by the way, because the fucking heat vents were pissing me off. Um, the the drone the micro drone mission though was like I'm like Okay, I don't. This was it. The micro drone one. It's the Sebastian. The the micro drones. They he kept calling him Sebastian, and anytime you'd lose one, he's like, "Oh, look, it's another Sebastian. It's the same one, but you know." 
okay. I think that's the one where it's like the full size one. Because one of them you do as like a micro drone. No, it is a micro a ro- drone. It is, no, it's a micro drone. Oh, because okay. I'm inside like you a do CPU. One later, you do one later with a normal sized drone and it's got the same sort of setup, but it doesn't look like you're inside a computer. Okay, yeah, this one's inside a So I did that mission and I left it on quick resume and I come back and I play some more. It doesn't save if you use quick resume. So I lost all of that progress and I had to go back and do the micro drone I... mission a second time. Oh, yeah, that sucks. I was very unhappy. I was like, you know what? I will never yeah, use I Quick Resume a... again. I, I never yeah. used Quick Resume. I used it this one time, and this one time it fucked me. You know what? I, I'll be honest. I remember that game being horribly buggy, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> but that's the only time the game has never saved for me. I've played for 15 hours. That game has saved every time that I quit, because there's no save button. You just have to assume that it's saved. Assume, yeah. So it's never not saved until I use Quick Resume, and as soon as I use Quick Resume, it didn't save. Oh, I was hot. I was mad. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm I'm back in that game. I think I want to finish it. I finished the other two, so I might as well finish this one. I, I don't hate it. I just, like you, I wish it wasn't open world, and I wish it wasn't packed with so much shit. Like, so much of the stuff I feel like I should be interacting with, and I don't really need to. I, I know I brought it up in my review, so you can go and buy clothes. Yes. But if you switch character, they change back to their basic clothes, or like a combination. They don't stay in the clothes you you put them in. So I don't... What the fuck is the point? I don't even find a point to change their clothes. Like, all that money that I'm earning, I don't even need to It's use useless! It. I don't need it. It's fucking useless! It do- you can't- you don't buy ammo in this game, like... Ugh. That game is literally a checklist of things they thought should be in a video game, whether or not they needed to be there or not. It is- it is the peak Ubisoft. Yes. Like, we don't really know what people want, so... Towers, and you know why it I makes me do. mad? Because if they just stripped all that stuff out and streamlined that game, it could have been a game of the year contender. It's beautiful. It plays well. It's it's. I I even <sighs> like while the, the while the last sequence wasn't as interesting, I think as the ending sequence and shit. Either the last two, although I will still stand by and say that the first game had a perfect ending. Um. It's 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 okay. Like the the problem is that it, 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 the the crescendo is is the second to last mission, not the last mission. And I'm like, well, this should be done in reverse. Like they play a prodigy song at one point. And I'm like, oh shit! Like this is where it starts up, but then like it kind of dies down after that. And I went, oh, you you paced this wrong. Good idea, paced poorly. You you need to keep the keep the tension on. But um, you know, I it was okay. You know, like story wise, I think I think they also paced that. See, I, I really can't remember if you get to choose which boss you go after first. I don't think um, you do because but, when I finished the first one that, that I told you it about... It sets you on the next one, It sets right? me immediately on to the next guy. Yeah, so that yeah. was another thing. That, to me, should have been the last one. 
Yeah, that's the, the most impactful thing I've had in the game. Impactful. Yeah, it's the only thing that's been impactful in the game so far for me. And it, to, uh, like again, this game is not bad. This game I gave it a six, I think, or six point five. Um, it's not a bad game, but I just didn't see why you would choose this over Valhalla, which came out within the month. Like, I want to say it was two weeks after this. Yeah, they were very And didn't they have a game right before it launched, too? Oh, uh, Immortals. Immortals. Yeah. Like, Immortals or or Assassin's Creed would be a better use of your money. And I'm the Watch Dogs guy, not the Assassin's Creed guy. So, it's like, eh. I don't don't think Ubisoft knows what Watch Dogs is. (laughs) No, and, and the sad part is, is like... I really wish again. I wasn't a fan of two. I thought two kind of like was too. Um, uh, what is it called um, when they have the people come in and judge focus. their product? Uh, focus. focus tested. Yeah, it was too focus tested. Uh, you know, they had their fake versions of of rage face memes and stuff, and it was like cringy and. And, you know, the kids had to be cool and had their hair dyed different colors. And as much as I like Wrench, it's, like, very much of the time, I felt. And it's, like, apparently the the, the DLC does sort of expand upon both Aiden Pierce and Wrench as characters. Because Wrench is also a playable character in the DLC. Um, But it just, it felt weird. And, like, but I was, like, if this is what this is going to be... Maybe it's not for me, but people seem to like it. And so this game, I just like, why would you just get rid of that goodwill? And if you're going to go futuristic, just go futuristic. Don't like half futuristic it. Like it still felt like London, but it also wanted to have all the futuristic drones and, and holograms and stuff like a Blade Runner. Also, why is it almost always dark? Oh, that's just London. I mean, is it is it nighttime 20 hours a day? Because I feel like whenever it's daytime, it lasts for like 10 minutes, and then the rest of the time it's night. Yeah, the timing in that system I didn't think was all that great either. Like, it didn't didn't feel like an actual city at any point in time. Not once in that entire game. I just felt like I was going through a video game. Yeah, it's it's a weird game with with too much Ubisoft in it, I and mean, I don't yeah. I don't quite understand. But I, I think I'm gonna finish that. Uh, just to... it, it, it's it's again, it's not a bad experience. I do think like the ending is still good. It's not great. It's good. Um, that that prodigy moment really is a fucking oh. They use that song perfectly, um, but again, like they use that song perfectly. But if they in that moment. And then right after, they didn't follow it up with anything. So it's like, yeah. All right. Uh, well, that's it kind of for me. I did uh, also dip my toe back into Kena, Kena, Bridge, Bridge of Spirits. I think I'll probably, after Watch Dogs, maybe I'll finish that next because I never did finish it. Um. So let's talk about this week. So last week was kind of nothing, uh, obviously, for the holiday week. Uh, but they're, we're back on this week. Uh, we've got Beyond a Steel Sky. Uh, this is Xbox Series X and PS5 stuff. So Beyond a Steel Sky, Evil Genius 2, World Domination, MXGP 2021, the official motocross video game, 
Uh, Oddworld Soulstorm Enhanced Edition, which is hilarious because that game came out this year. We're already getting an enhanced. On PS5. Yeah, but this is called the Enhanced Edition. What is it enhancing? That's Why my question. It in the first place, uh, this game Hold came on. out this I'm year. Looking it up. Um, but it, uh, yeah, you're right. It is. This is it coming to Xbox. I don't. I I thought it was on PC already, or was it only on PlayStation? I don't remember. Uh, if it was PC, I think it was maybe just uh, Epic Game Store. Okay, so that's kind of the exclusive on the PC side. Same machine, different store. It's hilarious to me. What What if like the PlayStation had two stores? Like, that's how stupid I find the store exclusivity stuff. (laughs) What if PlayStation had two PlayStation stores? Oh, shit. Uh, Cricket 22. uh, Hot Wheels Unleashed. Hot Wheels Pass Volume 1 Batman. Say that three times fast. Uh, Rubber Bandits. Oh, hey, Wombat. Warhammer 40,000 Battle Sector. What's that? That's the new Warhammer game. I have no idea what it is. Okay. Well, it's it's the weekly Warhammer game. Uh, Six Souls. Chorus. Which, again, we can't talk about that game. Hey, everybody. Uh, here's Battle Sector. It's a fast-paced, turn-based... Fast-paced... That's right. The definitive battle scale game of turn-based strategy and fast-paced combat. There you go. So also, it's another strategy on... game. Yeah, it's another it's another turn-based strategy game in the Warhammer 40k universe. Surprise. Uh Oddworld uh Soulstorm. I looked it up because I was like what makes it enhanced? Uh apparently they have improved the gameplay and motion code and then it's also including all the updates and new content that's been released and this is the version that is going to be put on physical copies, I guess. And uh, you get a free update if you already own it. Well, it was a PlayStation Plus game. Uh, maybe you don't. I don't know. It says if you own it. Um, Do I own it if I got it on PlayStation Plus? Gamers who already own the original Soulstorm release on PC or PlayStation consoles will automatically get upgraded to the Enhanced Edition for no extra cost. Okay. I mean, it's cool. I, I always like when games come to new consoles. There's a lot of that happening. You know, Death Door just dropped on PlayStation and Switch. Oddworld's coming to Xbox this week. It's cool stuff. I like. I hate timed exclusive windows. It's so fucking stupid. Stop yes. it. Uh, Chorus, which we'll talk about next week. Maybe you should keep an eye on that game. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, happy. Yeah, I, I looked that up, and you are absolutely correct. It looks 100% in my wheelhouse. All right. Well, I can tell you about it later. We can't talk about it today. Um, okay. Happy's Humble Burger Farm. So, I know what this is because I had to watch the trailer of it because I was like, what the fuck is this? So, think Five Nights at Freddy's, except you work in a fast food restaurant, and then by day you're waiting on customers, and then shit gets wacky. So, yeah, that's out this week. Uh, Justice Chronicles. Am I looking at the right game? It's like got like PS1 level of yeah. modeling? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to butcher the name of this game. The Dungeon of Nahlbeck? The Amulet of Chaos? Chaos. Hey, dude, I can't pronounce that, that word. N-A-H-E-U-L-B-E-U-K. 
I have no idea what that means. <laughs> yeah, try saying that. Uh, and The Walking Zombie 2. Uh, let me switch over here. We got Angry Alligator. <laughs> it's your hot PlayStation 5 release this week. Uh, Solar Ash. And that's all for the new consoles. Let's hop over to PS4 and Xbox One. We've got mostly the same stuff. Uh, Jackpot, Jackbox Party Pack 7 hitting PlayStation this week, as well as the Plane Effect. That's P-L-A-N-E Effect. Uh, Break Arts 2. Whatever that is. And then Xbox, all the same. Double check it. Oh no, we've also got Grim Dawn Definitive Edition. Which, if I remember correctly, is a Diablo style game. No, I don't want to give you my opinion. Stupid pop-up windows. Alright. It's time for the Nintendo Switch. Um, oh, Anthony is be right back. Should we wait for Anthony to talk about the Nintendo Switch games? Maybe we should. Because uh, those are always good things. Yeah, that's uh, always the best part of the show. <laughs> that's the best part. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, okay, well, we'll wait on him to come back. Um, no, that doesn't. Let me read a tweet here while he's gone. Fear 2 is the best shooter ever. That comes from Peter. Okay. I liked Fear 2. I uh, never played Fear 2. I mean, they were horror games, right? So you didn't... Yep. You didn't really get into those jams. Did you check out any of the the new backward compatible games? Uh, No, I did not. You know Otogi's in there now. Oh, is it? Otogi 1 and 2 are playable on the Xbox Series X. Interesting. Yeah, they've been upgraded to 4K resolution. I don't own either of the Otogis, so... You can buy those on the store. No. Um, also, 50 Cent Blood on the Sand. I heard that that one was back compat. You can't buy it, though. Have you seen the prices that it's going for now on eBay? I have not. <sighs> Hold on, I gotta look up the price. Uh, 50. Damn it. 50 cent. Oops. I can't type. 50 cent blood on the sand, Xbox 360. $179.99. <laughs> if you just want the disc, I think you can get it. Well, no, here's one for $74. But if you want it in the box, I think brand new, it's $180. That seems like a little more than 50 cents. Yeah. Uh, Oh, Anthony's still gone. I'm trying to vamp, man. I really wanted to be here for the Nintendo Switch stuff. Yeah. Well, it uh, may not happen. Son of a bitch. All right, hold on. 
Fuck it. We're going to go. Let's go through. The, oh, God damn. And there's good ones, too. <laughs> uh, we'll just start at the top. Farm Quest. Uh, Guardian of Lore. Uh, Beyond a Steel Sky, which we already talked about. Cabela's, The Hunt, and Bass Pro Shops, The Strike Combo Pack. Um, wow. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm interested in Beyond a Steel Sky. I really enjoyed the first game uh, back on the PC right when it first came out. Is this so like a I'm remake really... or like a... Did it have a remake? Well, no, that's why I'm, I'm asking, is this a remake or is this no, a new a game? Sequel. Okay, so it's a sequel. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah, it's a sequel. Okay. Uh, comic coloring book. Uh, Gear Dot Club Unlimited Two Definitive Edition. Mind scanners. Tank de la Muerta. So it's Tank of the Dead. Is that what that? That's what that means, right? Yeah, I think so. Tank of the Dead. I'd play that. Uh, is it? Is it like typing of the dead? God, I hope not. I hope you don't have to type like your movement for the tank. That wouldn't be fun. Uh, Archvale. Asterix and Obelix slap them all. Oh, he's okay. back. You may, you, we, we vamped for like five minutes waiting on you to come back for the Nintendo Switch games. Oh, fucking. I really wish you hadn't. really wish you'd just plowed through. But dude, they're fun. I'm still going fun. through them. It's always crap. Uh, we've got Die Roku. Did we pass the hentai game of the week? No, not yet. We're getting there. Oh, fucking goddammit. Uh, Die Roku, Agents of Sakuratani. Uh, football Battle. <laughs> Jigsaw Fun, Wonderful Nature. Miracle Snack Shop. That sounds like a hentai game. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, Monobot. Here we go. Uh, Pretty Girls Mahjong Solitaire Blue and Green. Two different games. Oh, um, You get blue and green. Blue and green. Uh, the Kids We Were Complete Edition. World Quiz. Uh, Big Brain Academy Brain vs. Brain. Holy shit. Uh, Danganronpa. Lots, a lot of brain. That is a lot of brain. That's three brains in one title. Um... Danganronpa 2, S, V3, Decadence, and Trigger Happy Havoc are making their way to Switch this week. Uh, that So the kids we were, I've seen this game. Um, it's weird that it's coming to Switch first because it isn't releasing in, until January on PC. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, oh, it's apparently originally an app. Okay. Oh well, there you yeah, go. Yeah, it's a kind of it's like a 3D voxel-looking game, but uh, game details: unravel the secrets of the Seven Mysteries Notebook to save your family and fix a broken future. Collect over 90 retro items hidden in the nooks and crannies of a Japanese town in the 1980s. All right. It looks interesting. Uh, Detective D: The Silk Rose Murders. Uh, Disney Magical World 2 Enchanted Edition I didn't even know there was a Disney Magical World 1 as news to me and then Word Forward which is a Foo Fighter song by the way they stowed it alright that's it only one hentai game 
so you were spared. All right, uh, let's do news. We got our we got our official games with gold, and we've got our rumored PS Plus games. So the official games with gold for December is The Escapist Two, uh, Tropico Five, the penultimate edition, Orcs Must Die, and Insanely Twisted Shadow Planet. All good games. All kind of old games. <laughs> PlayStation Plus this month, the rumor from the leak, I'm using finger quotes, is for PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4, you get Godfall, the Challenger Edition. For PS4, you get Mortal Shell and Lego DC Supervillains. PS4 ones sound back, are pretty good. I um, Well, Mortal Shell is a Dark Souls game, so it ain't much Yeah, time. but it's it's an interesting concept. Like, that whole game is, like, an interesting take on Dark Souls. Yeah, it, it I mean, was. Artbrick even looks like Dark Souls, but, like, the hardening aspect of that game and the fact that... I'm not going to spoil it. I'll just let people figure it out, find out, whatever. But they, there's this harden aspect where, like, you mid-swing can harden. Could you imagine if solid. that game had to come out in, like, the the late 90s, early aughts? The marketing for that game get hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Um, the, um, but like, I think Ryan's response to Godfall being in there was perfect. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the. I, you, I, it was just yeah. silent in the background as Ken was saying. I just heard you go. Uh. Yeah, it's, I mean, listen, for free PlayStation Plus, it's, you know, it ain't bad. But <laughs> it certainly, certainly is not good. I feel bad for the people that paid $70 for that game at launch. Game hard saint. Oh, $70 for that game makes my skin crawl. And then they tried to sell it again when they were like, ah, it's coming to PS4. Yeah, they released the PS4 version, which is weird. And then, like, I thought I heard it was coming to Xbox. And maybe Xbox was like, nah, we good. We good. <laughs> I don't know, man. That game was... You want to talk about one of the biggest disappointments of the PS5 launch? There you go. Yeah. Definitely a disappointment. Oh, all right. Um, Amazon is supposedly in a production of a Mass Effect TV show. Interesting. I mean, do we really need one? No, not really. I mean, the games were kind of the show. Yep. So, I don't know. I'll probably still watch it. Fucking shit. How would feel about the Last of Us TV show? Okay. Well, I mean, they're making one. That's kind of the game. Yeah, I know. I know they are. Pasquale is in it. It's just like, I don't... The game is kind of its own... TV show. I don't need a TV show to be the TV show. I mean, The Last of Us is more like a fucking Peter Jackson Lord of the Rings movie. I mean, that, yes, sh- that shit right. just won't end. <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> um, WB Montreal is rumored to be working on a second DC game in addition to Gotham City Nights. This is according to a LinkedIn job posting well i'd really like to see gotham knights just come out 
before I start worrying about another DC property. Remember when those two games were supposedly coming out in early 2021? <laughs> Remember when those games were shown off? That seems like a year and a half ago. It almost is. Yeah, I know. It's a long time that ago. That was my point. We haven't seen anything since. Uh, the developers behind DC Universe Online are are rumored to be working on a Marvel MMO. I mean, that kind of makes sense, right? Just uh, just bring back City of Heroes instead. And skin it with Marvel characters? Sure. You don't even have to do that. Just bring it back. Uh, I threw this new story in for Drew and Anthony, even though Drew's not here this week. Uh, 12 Minutes is coming to PlayStation and Switch. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> I can't even make jokes about that without spoiling stuff, and I've never even played the game. Oh, so. Drew, Drew, Drew's already spoiled it on this fucking podcast. Yeah, and he got so yelled at. Just in case. Yeah. Just in case. Yeah, he got yelled at for it, so let's not do it again. Um, um, don't play that game, everybody. No, don't, don't. don't. That game was on Game Pass, and I told you not even to download it then. Yeah, I definitely don't, don't give money for that game. You, you, I can't believe I'm saying this. Find someone you like that streams or or puts video gameplay and does commentary on YouTube that's played it and watch them play through it. And I'm sure you'll get the same... You'll hear them responding in real time to the game and their hatred for it. I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Kojima has opened a new studio in LA that will be focusing on music, movies, and TV. Uh... <laughs> Movies and TV make sense. Music, I'm like... You don't want to hear Kojima sing? It's not even that. Like, is he... So... Well, he's obsessed it, with music. I don't know if of, you follow What part his... of music are they doing? Are they are they making music? Or are they just executive producing slash becoming a label for music? Because a label, him curating something is interesting. Him making music or better yet, like... Producing music, I'm like not interested in. But him curating, like he's done clearly a good job of that. So, you know, if he's like, I'll give money to artists to make things because I like their stuff. Cool. How has he got all this money? I. I don't know. I mean, I know Death Stranding didn't exactly light up the charts, right? No. Uh, maybe he's still got them Metal Gear residuals. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think he's got as much money. I think he's... How do I put this? <laughs> I think he's, unlike most people that are like just a good pitch man, I think he's also got enough credit underneath him where people will give him money because they know he'll do a good job. Didn't like Sony write him basically a blank check for Death I mean, Stranding? From the sounds of it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mario Golf got its final update, which includes two new characters and two new courses. The two new characters are Shy Guy and Wiggler. So you can finally golf as Wiggler. I know that's... The idea of golfing as Wiggler. How does he run to the next course? Oh, dude, that's got... All those legs. That might be some nightmare fuel. I don't know. I'm looking it up. I saw the screenshot of Wiggler golfing, and it is as expected. He stands head and shoulders above other characters. And probably uses special clubs. I don't. I can neither confirm nor deny that. But that is one of my favorite character designs. The little flower coming out of the top of his head. It's pretty funny. 
So this is the final update for Mario Golf, so there will be no more. I think it finally got to the place it should have been at launch, truthfully. So. Uh, do you remember when we discussed the um, game that Sony was going to announce and then the the Irish uh, music came out and everybody thought it was Xenogears? Xenogears remake. Do you remember us talking about that? I vaguely remember that that people thought Sony was doing Xenogears. Yes. So that game is actually Chrono Cross, according to the latest rumor. There's a Chrono Cross remake coming. <laughs> it's not just PlayStation though. It's coming to sure. as Square Enix would always put it, coming to all platforms uh, minus Xbox. I am gonna call horseshit. On this, so we've got the game awards coming up. Yeah, I don't. I'm sorry. Like I, I just don't think if I don't think they're that deaf. I'm sorry. I just don't think that they're gonna be like, yeah, Chrono Cross before Chrono Trigger. That's where I'm like, okay, come on. Wouldn't Chrono Cross technically be easier to remaster because it's a PlayStation One game? Um, that's implying that they have all those assets still. Sorry, the rumor is that it's a remake. That's what you said, so that's the reason why I'm like a remake, like from the ground up. I just don't see them going back to Chrono. I've Cross. got a developer on it, according to this rumor. It's made by Forever Entertainment. And then IGN's got it listed as a remaster, so who the fuck knows? Forever Entertainment, let's see. So, like, Video Game Chronicles listed as a big PlayStation remake is, a, is reportedly Chrono... Is it Chrono Trigger or Chrono Cross? Uh, Chrono Cross, and then IGN says a Chrono Cross remaster is reportedly on the way. So I got conflicting stories of whether it's a remake or a remaster. I don't know. A remake oh, seems stupid. Oh, no, no, no. It's the Panzer Dragoon remake, people. Oh. Oh, and they're the Fear Effect Sedna people. Oh, no. Oh, that's a bad time. That's a big bad time. Okay. <laughs> um, right, well, that makes it really easier to not care. By the way, Wiggler golfing... It, like doing the run to the next p- hole, not what I expected. Way funnier. Oh, I will have to boot the game up and get my character so I can see this. If you had he to take, only it... runs with the like the six legs. Not he doesn't put his hands on the ground. It's bizarre. I, Someone I, modeled that. I'll put I'll put I'll put that on later. Um, if you had to take a guess, what do you think the most popular console on Black Friday was? Uh, I'm going to take a wild guess and say it's Series S. Ryan, you got a guess? Uh, I'm also going to say the Series S. And you are both correct. The Xbox Series S was the most popular console for Black Friday. Because you can actually buy them. Yes, you can. (laughs) That's the only reason it won. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Although that's a great machine. I guess I could have guessed Switch, but I I was taking a wild guess and saying it wasn't Switch because Uh I feel like at this point we've hit Sort of the saturation limit. I'm I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. 
I think the Series S is a beast of a machine. We've got one in the living room, and it's it's very nice. No one here is criticizing the Series S. No, I I just I know a lot of people look at it and they frown at it, and I'm like, eh, that's a pretty beasty machine for two hundred ninety nine dollars. I'm gonna tell you that. All right, the last news story I got: uh, an acquisition was made this week. It was not made by Sony nor Microsoft. It was made by Epic Games, who acquired Harmonix. Do you know why they acquired them? Do you know what they're going to be doing? You're not. No. Musical, ex- musical experiences within Fortnite. God <laughs> fucking. Uh, yep, well, I mean. Epic. Yeah. That's what Epic is now at this point. They're Activision 2.0. Just one game. One Let's game. hope they don't turn into Activision 2.0 later on. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping they only stay Activision 2.0 in the business aspect of it, yeah. Uh, that's all the news that I have for this week. Unless anybody has anything else, I will move over to the Twitter. This one is from Craig. Not that Craig, different Craig. Uh, he says, hi guys, who do I have to annoy to get a Soul Reaver remake done? Yeah, you ain't kidding. <laughs> you ain't kidding. I, I don't think I Wombat think, was... Don't, on... get, the, get the remake. I, I don't I don't want a remake. Like, I want a new game. I want a new game. But I would be fine with the remake. I mean, I, I would... I would be... Uh, I would be happier than without a remake, but my preference would still be a new game. I don't think it's, Wombat... It's tough because they... I mean, they, they did wrap the story pretty well, but... Still, I don't think you were here when I was talking about how Crystal Dynamics is basically doing like a like an audition for Microsoft right now. And what if Microsoft bought Crystal Dynamics and the Soul Reaver IP, and that was the next game they made for Xbox? That would be awesome. I don't think it's going to happen. But I think it... Crystal Dynamics is going to Microsoft, but you're right. I don't think Soul Reaver's coming. I think they just don't. Um, I th- I think no nobody seems to see the value in the property, which is just weird to me. It was yeah. all. I mean, those games were fantastic. Can so. you imagine Crystal Dynamics making a new Legacy of Kane game, uh, like in the in the spirit of a God of War reboot with Microsoft money? Yeah, I mean, God, it, damn. It's that it's the the problem with Square Enix. Yeah, and that's why I think anything, they're going to. It's, it's I, American. I think they're going to sell Crystal Dynamics to Microsoft, which makes sense because there there's a lot of connections between those two. And let's be fair, Square Enix don't want Crystal Dynamics. They don't. Not after the Avengers, you know, the choices made by Square Enix and not Crystal Dynamics, even though they threw Crystal Dynamics under the bus. But the question is, is if 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 Microsoft buys them, what comes with them? Like, do they get Tomb Raider? Do they get Soul Reaver? I doubt it. But depends, I guess, how much money Microsoft is willing to push up on the table, right? Yeah, and I, I really, I don't think I, Tomb Raider would... I think be pretty expensive. I really don't think Legacy of Kane's going to be. That probably that be like expensive. a that probably be like a bonus. Like if you buy him, we'll give you Soul Reaver. Yeah. 
unfortunately, I, yes. <laughs> that makes me I think sad. That's likely to be the case. Yeah, that makes me sad. Crystal Dynamics I, has made some of my favorite games of all time, and it's sad to see them having to shit out this that that Avengers game. Truly. And Square Enix has treated them like shit since they bought them. Do they do they maintain the license to Whiplash? I would like a new Whiplash. You're never getting a new Whiplash. I know You're I'm the never only getting a new person that wants a new Whiplash. I, I loved Whiplash. Whiplash. It was I a liked good Whiplash. game. I don't need another one, but I like that game. I want a new Horde starring Kirk Cameron. That's what I want. And you ain't getting nothing starring Kirk Cameron unless it's a Bible movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit I mean what if they redid the horde Kirk Cameron can play the same character but it's actually uh, the crusade I'd be I there Kirk Cameron get a, I think Kirk Cameron would get behind it yeah I'd be there Um. I mean if there's an opportunity never mind I'm not going to say that okay <laughs> Real Shogun Beat says, Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Hope everyone had some great quality time with your loved ones and family. Often are not the same bunch, but I would like to know what are your worst and favorite holiday foods? Oh, man. I'm sorry. Thanksgiving is, is easy. It's the boilerplate, man. Give me, a, give me some turkey, some mashed potatoes, some, some mac and cheese. Oh. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. Um, my favorite foods are mashed potatoes, stuffing, um, and a broccoli cheese casserole, which is tremendous. Rich crackers on top of it. Um, my grandmother also used to make uh, homemade noodles that were tremendously good for Thanksgiving. Um Least favorite, I, I think probably turkey. I I don't really get into turkey. That How can much. Thanksgiving be your favorite holiday and turkey is your worst food? Yeah, I just don't get into turkey that much. I love all the sides. Oh man, I love um, turkey. So yeah, turkey, not... turkey. That if turkey gets too dry, it's inedible. Sure, but you and know, it, it doesn't take much. It doesn't take much. Yeah, but I mean. If you got somebody cooking a dry turkey, get somebody else to cook the turkey. Yeah, well, that sometimes <laughs> isn't a fucking option. Unless you're going to cook the turkey. And even then, it's easy to fuck up, so... I uh, get it. I was trying to think of worse foods. Um, we Get get that cranberry sauce the fuck out. I don't want any part of that. Yeah, like... So, we used to... I, with my uh, grandmother, I used to make a cranberry sauce that was fresh cranberries... Fresh orange, uh, sugar. I can't remember what else was in it, but you would you would grind it all up in a like a grinder, like you would make sausage in, and uh, it was like fresh, not jelly. It was more like crushed cranberry, sugar, orange, and it was fantastic. I don't like the canned cranberry sauce. Also, who the fuck is out there championing green bean casserole? I like green bean casserole. Oh my although... god, you don't like turkey, but you like green bean casserole. I don't even yeah. know. Well, this food well, conversation needs like, to move. Let me to... ask you: Do you like mushrooms, Ken? No, no, I do not. That's why you don't like green bean casserole. Well, you know, mushrooms are gross. They're fungus. They are not gross. I don't want to eat fungus. 
mushrooms totally change depending on how they're cooked. I mean, so, they're always gross. Raw That's mushrooms incorrect. are delicious. Sautéed mushrooms are delicious. Grilled <sighs> mushrooms are delicious. You probably get it's mushrooms on your pizza. Stir-fried mushrooms are delicious. You get mushrooms on your pizza? Are you gross? Uh, I have gotten mushrooms on my pizza before. That's gross. Genu- genuinely, I like. <laughs> you're gonna get you're gonna get mad again. <laughs> really, the the only thing I don't like on pizza are most of the meat. What the fuck? <laughs> like when you when you say most of the meat. Yeah, I don't mind pepperoni, but like I don't like sausage on pizza. I don't sausage like... on pizza is it is not the right texture for pizza, dude. Sausage yeah, on pizza like is delicious. Usually. Bacon, I don't like ham. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a statement that's gonna get me a lot of hate. Bacon crumble, good. Bacon strips get fucked. I don't. The, yeah. Papa John's has that strip bacon Crumbled pizza bacon now. Yeah, no, put crumbles on it. Don't put full strips of bacon on a pizza. Yeah, I don't Texture's like. Wrong. You know, my, my apologies to um, my apologies to Anthony's nationality, but I don't like Canadian bacon. I don't like Canadian bacon. <laughs> Um, it's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> the bacon is a lie. Yeah, it bacon's a lie. a lie. It's it's just ham. I mean, it's all the pig. It do- okay, no. A pig is delicious. If you, if you order chicken wings and I bring you just chicken breast, you'd be pretty fucking upset. And my response was, well, it's just chicken. You'd be like, oh, that doesn't count. No, I, I, I get that there are Canadian different... Canadian bacon is just ham. They're selling you lies. No, turkey bacon is a lie. Turkey no, bacon is fantastic. Turkey. turkey bacon is better than actual bacon. Yeah, but don't call it bacon. It's, it's, it's bacon. Not, it's not bacon. It's bacon. It ain't made from a pig. It's bacon! <laughs> <laughs> what about a turducken? You down for the turducken? Uh, I would try turducken, although I gotta tell you, I am not a fan of duck. I've never had duck, so I don't know what it tastes like. It's but... not. It's not great. It's very gamey, and it's yeah, it's just not very. It's just not very good. So it tastes like a deer. No, it tastes like. Um... When you say gamey, all I ever think about is I had deer sausage in high school once, and I was like, oh, this tastes like dog food. Uh, see, I like deer. Um, I. It's, I don't know. Do you like dark meat? Like dark meat turkey? Mm, no, I can't say I'm a big fan of the dark meat. Yeah, then you won't like duck. Okay. I don't know. I would probably try turducken, but you're you're right. The duck is the part that throws me off every time. The one, the one that really fucks me is that nasty like one that's got a squid coming out of the b- fucking. Was that a Cthulhu turkey? <laughs> yeah. And people are like, yeah, it's octopus or squid, and and like I'm like, no. Dude, octopus and squid are so goddamn chewy, I can't eat it. It's rubber. Yeah, you know? I can't I can't eat it. I don't know. I can't think of anything else that I absolutely hate. Food is good. Anybody still there? Yeah, we're still here. Okay, nobody was. Okay, he had one other part of the question. Have y'all watched Eight Bit Christmas yet on HBO Max? Okay. Uh, have we watched what yet? Eight Bit Christmas. 
Uh, I have not. You should. You should watch it with your kid. I watched it with my son, and he's cracking me up. So basically, that movie is a Christmas story from our generation. It's about a father and his daughter, and he's telling her the story of when he was a kid and he was trying to get an NES. And like, during the movie, my son looks at me. He's in the the dad is played by Neil Patrick Harris. He looks at me and he's like, "He reminds me of you." <laughs> <laughs> but it's 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 a great Christmas. It's a great family movie. You should watch it. Um, I thought it was really good. Well, I'm glad because like, I thought it was like I thought people were sounding like they were gonna hate it going into it. So I'm glad. I know someone that's at least like watching and be like, no, it's good. I, I enjoyed it. I, I could see that being another, like we watch it every Christmas kind of movie. Well, that's good. I, it, I thought it was going to be more, much more of a cynical approach to making a Christmas movie, I guess. And I think a lot of people were thinking that. Well, there was a lot of people that watched it and there's fake footage of an NES game in it. And I saw people online complaining about it. I'm like, dude, can you just get the fuck over this? Can you just not c- cry when they don't put, you know, official NES games in the movie? Which there are some. Like, the the game they play in the movie is part of the plot to, to make a joke about how video games were bad. Like, all the also, parents were trying to get the video games banned. <laughs> and sometimes, I just wish I could try those video games. Yeah. The, they, I, the fake video games. I'm like, that'd be a great marketing material. If you're going to make somebody make some fake thing, like, have them make the fake thing and then sell it. They did that with something. What did they do that with? Wreck-It Ralph. That actually, like, could you actually play that? Yep. Yeah, an actual game. Huh. Exit Felix was an actual game. I did not play it. Uh, he also says, also seems like consumers really like a good deal, seeing how, the, seeing how the Series S supposedly outsold everything, probably because it was more in stock. Yep. Uh, yep, Cyber... that's almost certainly the case. Yeah. Cyberpunk is topping the Steam sales charts. Price and availability has definitely made me overlook flaws. I own Mass Effect Andromeda. <laughs> I also own Ma- Mass Effect Andromeda. I and didn't Cyberpunk. hate... I did not Although, hate Mass Effect Andromeda. You did not what? Hate it. Uh, it's not horrible, but... Man, it is dull. Compared it to is. the original. Yeah, for sure. Um, I Speaking of Cyberpunk, I I am still sitting on that game. I was trying to wait for the next-gen patch, which is now next year. <sighs> am I ever going to play that game? <laughs> Cyberpunk? Yeah. I, I am, I'm with you because I'm waiting on the exact same thing. Yeah. So... And they keep saying that they're working on that and the next-gen patch for Witcher 3, which I also want to play. I will definitely play that game again. Um, I've beaten the other two Witcher games more than once, and so I intend to beat this one more than once too, but I'm waiting for the next-gen patch to play it again. I will never play through The Witcher again. That game is too long. I love that game. I think it's amazing, but there is no way in hell I'm playing that game again. Uh, Lankaman... Lanka Man uh, says, Happy Thanksgiving, gentlemen. Managed to get a hold of a Series X and a PS5 last month in the UK. So some Phew. solid gaming Congratulations. time. Yeah, definitely. 
So some solid gaming time coming up during the Christmas break. Loving Origami 2, especially on how much it is more like Tenchu now. Yep. Very good. Very good game. Uh, having spent a grand on the new consoles last month, my wife walked in on me playing a game that Drew talked about, Mighty Goose. She could not understand why, having spent that much money, I was quacking around playing that game of all games. Good times. Stay safe, peeps. <laughs> you yep. spent $1,000 and you're playing this fucking 2D <laughs> quacking game. game. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty funny. And Anthony, that picture is just... its It's just... Wrong. I mean, it's got crab legs. I I didn't. It, it yeah. Looks, it looks like yeah, something out of Half Life. I mean, this is just the first picture that showed up. It's not the only picture. I just was like, oh, that's the nightmare right there. Yeah, that's. Uh... I'm pretty sure that strips of bacon on top of it. So is that a turkey? It's a turkey with um. It's crab legs. Octopus, octopus coming out of the hole of the turkey, and then crab arms and legs. Crab claws and legs, I should say. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, Have I... we as a species gone too far? Yes. Absolutely. Hundo percent. Hundo P. Hundo P. Um, that is all that I have for this week. Gentlemen, this is the last show of November. We have, if we do a show every week in December, we have four shows left. Which means it's time to get your list together for the yeah. games of 2021. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I haven't played enough of these games to. Was there ever a time together. in? It, was there ever a time in the history of the show where Wombat had a list of ten games? Yes. Yes. I don't remember it. It's been so long ago. <laughs> I usually, I usually get. 10 but i usually have to include sports games this year i haven't even really played the sports game <laughs> and there was no this wwe game i legitimately game. don't know that i have five wow i yeah i just have not spent uh much time playing i mean i've spent more than i spent more than 100 hours playing valhalla which came out last year and Assassin's Creed Valhalla, that is, not the game Valhalla. And uh, I spent, what, uh, 50 playing Yakuza 0? Yeah, which to be came fair out with like the. Years ago. To be fair about Valhalla, the DLC did come out this year. It did, yes, that's true. So, I, yeah, uh, yeah I, and I wish I still haven't finished the deal. <laughs> I mean, it's okay, a really. Well, why would you? I tried to help you, Ryan. Uh, I know. I tried well, to help. <laughs> as much as I appreciate the assistance. Um, I have to be honest with myself and with everyone else. So yeah, I have to. I think I'm not going to write my list until after I spend ample time with Halo. Yeah, yeah, so, I agree. I, I really not just. I'm not just saying this selfishly, but based on that, we really probably should consider Game of the Year being later this year. I, I th well, we did it last year in January. I probably will do it again in January. I was just more or less saying it's time to start getting the list because I haven't even started my yeah. list. So I need to I need to get some games on there because it, they'll the positions will change the and then you know some stuff's got to come off and 
I, yeah. I know that I can do 10 this year. I, uh, I thought maybe at one point there wouldn't be 10, and then, you know, just a bunch of stuff came out, and I totally forgot about the beginning of the year. Like, Resident Evil came out this year. Like, holy shit. So. Yeah. Yeah, which I didn't play. Well, I know you didn't play it, but, like, games that you're forgetting from back then. Like, Hitman came out this year. Yeah, which I still haven't played. I own and haven't played <laughs> That's why you haven't forgot about it because you haven't even booted it up yet. Correct. I, I have right played in front of me right now. I have played more Hitman Three than than Wombat has, and that's his jam. That's true. <laughs> yep. You also have played more Psychonauts than me, and the first one's one of my favorite games of all time. I have beat Psychonauts Two, and I I've actually played Psychonauts yeah. Two. Yeah. I have to play through it again because I played it in early access uh, for review, and the achievements were not turned on, so I didn't get it. Uh huh. I have all of them. I tried to do that with the first game on PC, and that was uh, not going to happen. Yeah, well, I, I I have almost I started that game over, and I might go back and hundred percent. I like it that much. Like, there's a very strong chance that that's my game of the year. Like, it's it's right now. It is tied for yeah, my game of the year. It is up there for me. It is it is one of my favorite games I've played this year. It's just that fucking good. And I and I'm not even a huge fan of the original. I thought it was good. I didn't think it was amazing. The second one, I think, is amazing. Inscription and um, Psychonauts two are at the top of my list right now. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, that's it for this week. Uh, if you want to send us emails, podcasts at ztgd.com. We didn't get any this week, so make sure you send one for next week. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, I am at ZTGD, Ryan is at WombatRP, and, and Anthony is a Complacent Robot. You can follow us at M4G Podcast, and check out Phoenix Down. They are rocking the Yakuza 3 right now. Probably the hardest Yakuza game they'll go through. <laughs> and then I think Death Stranding is up next. Uh, it's hard to follow. I think that's the next game. I think Death Stranding uh, is the next I, game. I honestly feel like they've changed their mind multiple times. Yeah, well, they might change it again. Who knows? Yeah. But that is it for this week. So, everybody, hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. And just remember, there's only three weeks till, four weeks till Christmas. Or is it... Th- no, it's about four weeks till Christmas. So, get that shopping done if you ain't yet. Because, you know... Gotta have your shit. All right, we out here. Peace out, bitches. Alrighty, and it goes something like this.